I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Emory County to benefit kids. I'm Ralph Fox. Today is a federal holiday. We'll let you know what's closed and what's open. And in sports, the losing streak continues for the Commanders. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Breaking news. Loud explosions have been heard in the Ukrainian capital this morning. The BBC's David Harper. Correspondent in Kiev, Hugo Bashega, was reporting live on Russia's intensified attacks from the roof of a hotel when there was a loud explosion. The fear is that this could trigger a very strong Russian response. We saw yesterday uh, that a residential area of the city of Zaporizhia, a major city in the south of the country, very close to the front lines, uh, was hit uh, more than a dozen. Hugo Pacheco, who then took cover. And as you heard, Russian missiles on Sunday damaged several residential buildings in the southwestern part of Ukraine, killing more than a dozen people. The BBC's Paul Adams has that. Emergency services faced a grim task in Zaporizhia. At one location on the outskirts, they found a gaping hole in a nine-story apartment block. Katerina Ivanova said it was chaos. We ran out into the street. A neighbor ran out with her eldest son, and she screamed that her husband was dead. Their apartment fell into ours. Nearby, volunteers helped to clear the remains of a private house obliterated in another strike. And North Korea is saying its seven recent missile launches were all tactical nuclear drills simulating attacks on the South's military command facilities, main ports and airports. North Korea expert Daniel Pinkston on the reasoning behind the launches. What they did, this is intended as a, a signal to external observers that they have the capability to use these systems and they wish to deter any kind of aggression against North Korea. After making landfall as a Category 1 hurricane in Nicaragua, Tropical Storm Julia is now headed west. Senior hurricane specialist at the National Hurricane Center, Daniel Brown, says the center of the storm could be parallel to the Pacific coasts of Honduras, El Salvador, and Guatemala. The big threat over the next couple of days is going to be the heavy rainfall that's likely to spread over portions of Central America and southeastern uh, Mexico. The National Hurricane Center says life-threatening flash floods and mudslides are possible across Central America and southern Mexico through Tuesday. The storm could bring as much as 15 inches of rain in some isolated areas. Federal prosecutors want prison time for a man from Pennsylvania who pleaded guilty to attacking an AP photographer and using stun guns on police during the January 6th insurrection. A federal district court judge scheduled a sentence Alan Byerly on October 21st. This is CBS News. If Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 303 Monday, October 10th, 2022. The high today, 68. Good morning, I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. 
We're learning more about a shooting in D.C.'s Shaw neighborhood on Sunday night. Three men are in the hospital. D.C. police say it happened in the area of 7th Street and O Street Northwest near the Kennedy Recreation Center just before 6 o'clock. They tell our news partners at NBC Washington that the victims are expected to be okay, but details of their injuries are unknown. Multiple rounds of gunfire. Our officers also heard the gunfire. They were on scene right away. You know, at this time, it looks just like a one, one direction shooting. It appears targeted, not random. So we're trying to, you know, you know, put an end to this gun violence as much as we can. D.C. police are looking for a black sedan with a faded roof. Last time heading southbound on 7th Street Northwest. Stay with WTOP. We'll bring you more information on this story as it becomes available. President Biden last week pardoned thousands of people under federal conviction for having small amounts of marijuana known as simple possession. He also encourages state governors to do the same. A longtime D.C. area advocate for legalizing marijuana is not all that enthused about this development. This is a really just a step in the right direction. Activist Adam Eidinger is the founder of D.C. Marijuana Justice, and he says the White House should sit down with organizations to see what they're calling for. Because it's not corporate cannabis. It's not people sitting in jails still serving terms for growing cannabis. Well, corporations get licenses to grow and sell it. He says federal leaders along with state and local leaders should. Free all cannabis prisoners. It doesn't matter if it's for possession, simple possession. They're different things. Also, he wants to see the drug rescheduled federally so it's not classified the same as drugs like LSD. And that's something the attorney general has been ordered to look into. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Former Fairfax County teacher Holly Siebold has now been nominated as the Democratic candidate in a special election to fill an open seat in the Virginia House of Delegates. Delegate Mark Keem is stepping down to take a job in the Biden administration. Siebold tells WTOP about the importance of state politics. Most people don't really understand state politics. I think now that, you know, so much has happened at the federal level, like especially with like abortion, so much is determine upon what happens at the state level and I'd love to engage people more with the process. That's something I look forward to doing as the representative is bringing Richmond back to our community. Seabold will be on the ballot in a special election against the yet-to-be-chosen Republican candidate this January. District 35 includes McLean, Tyson, Dunlaring, Oakton, Vienna and other parts of Fairfax County. Governor Youngkin is defending his statewide policies concerning transgender students. The proposal would require a transgender student to have parental permission to use a different name or gender pronoun at school. He spoke to CNN's Jake Tapper on State of the Union yesterday morning. I would ask people to read the policies. and to, I did read the policy, well, but it sounds like you're excluding parents that might be supportive of their child uh, going to the bathroom or joining a sports team that is uh, in alignment with their gender identity? Well, certainly not. If parents actually want their child to be able to change a pronoun or their name or use a bathroom, if parents choose that, then legally that's what the schools will do. 
And the fall holiday is recognized as Indigenous Peoples Day. It used to be called Columbus Day, but it's a federal holiday, and that means federal offices are closed. D.C. government offices and schools will be closed. In a state holiday, Maryland and Virginia, where the state offices are closed, schools are closed. In some counties, Metro will operate normal weekday service, and Metro bus will operate on a Saturday supplemental schedule. You can find the full list of transit changes as well as school and office closings at WTOP.com. Coming up, it's mating season for deer. It's 3.07. Your mission success depends on the security of your information. At Lidos, our scalable and high-speed full-spectrum cyber is that bedrock of security. We operate three of the four largest security operations centers for the federal government, applying decades of insights to deliver rapid, secure, and scalable cyber solutions for agencies of every size. When the mission is what matters most. Lidos delivers full-spectrum cybersecurity at scale and at speed. L-E-I-D-O-S dot com slash secure. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. It's 308. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. And headed into the district, not a bad start on both Suitland Parkway and South Capitol Street. Earlier crash inbound Suitland Parkway after, uh, before Alabama Avenue, gone for some time now. Uh, South Capitol Street looks good, leaving the Douglas Bridge headed up toward the freeway. The freeway, both I-695 and I-395 running well in both directions. Uh, no early concerns along I-295 North or DC-295 South headed into town. New York Avenue coming inbound from northeast over to northwest. You're looking good. No early concerns in the 3rd Street Tunnel in either direction. Now on the Maryland Beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's County, as of late, no major issues in your way. Still working on the Virginia Beltway in a loop between 123 and the Dulles Toll Road. Two right lanes get you by the work there. Over on the Bay Bridge in Maryland, westbound span blocked for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic, one lane for each direction of travel, and as of late, Without reported delay. Rich Hunter, W. Chip Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Temperatures are trending warmer throughout the week, but not this morning. It's cold. Temperatures are in the 30s and 40s out there, and we're headed into the upper 60s, near 70s this afternoon, so that's good. Plenty of sunshine for your Monday. Tuesday, mostly sunny. Highs in the low 70s. By Wednesday, we remain in the low 70s, and we keep the sunshine around. Thursday, things change. Rain likely to move back into the forecast, and it could be heavy at times, especially in the afternoon and evening. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 41 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 310. Two Prince George's County-based organizations want breast cancer survivors to begin a new cycle. That's why Two for Two Boobs, a nonprofit breast cancer awareness and education organization, has teamed up with Push and Pedals Cycling Club for a pedal-friendly ride. Tallulah Anderson, founder and executive director of Two for Two Boobs, we're looking forward to having fun being active.
effective so that we can lower our risk for reoccurrence. Alita Gaskill was pushing pedals. Our motto is no rider left behind. We have all different levels and we make sure everyone stays with us and finish together. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, WTOP News. This is part of our continuing coverage of people making a difference in our community. To find out more, go to WTOP.com. Fall is deer mating season, and you'll see more of them all around. Local police departments have some advice on how to stay safe on the road. You need to be extra careful in the early morning and evening hours when deer are moving around the most. Fairfax County Police report hundreds of accidents each year involving deer, and more than half happening in October, November, and December. Some tips from police. Watch for the shine from the deer's eyes along the side of the roads. If you see one, it's a good bet there are others nearby. Use your high beams when you can. It will help you spot deer, but also watch that you don't blind the other drivers with your high beams. If there's a deer on the road, police say slow down or stop to try and avoid hitting the animal, but they add never swerve out of the lane to try and miss the deer because you may hit another car. If you do hit a deer, police want you to move your car off the road and out of traffic. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. One person was taken to the hospital with life-threatening injuries after a fire in Prince George's County early yesterday morning. It happened at a three-story multi-family home on Greenbelt Road just outside of Lanham. Firefighters arrived to find smoke coming from the second story of the building. At least 20 people were out of their homes. Investigators are still looking into the cause of the fire. Coming up on WTOP, we're taking a look at sports. The Commanders' losing streak reaches four after their 21-17 loss to the Titans. Rob Woodfork has the latest. It's 3-13. At Diamonds Direct, we're so proud of our value and our selection. But what's most important is our service to you. Our focus has never been to make a sale. It's always about making a friend for life, welcoming you to our family and taking care of you through all of life's journeys and celebrations. It's why we provide the most transparent education in our industry, helping you make the smartest purchase every time. It's why we offer free cleaning, free sizing, free maintenance for life with any purchase. It's why we're happy to buy your diamond back at a price that's 10% more than you paid us when you're ready to upgrade. It's why in honor of Bosses Day this weekend, we're honoring you, our most important boss. Come join us this Friday and Saturday and let us tell you again how much we appreciate you. Take advantage of our free services and think about taking advantage of that 110% upgrade guarantee before the holiday rush. Diamonds Direct salutes you, our customer, and we thank you always for letting us be a part of your life's biggest moments. Did you know you can return your mail-in ballot at any official Montgomery County Board of Elections ballot drop box? For drop box locations, text the word box plus your zip code to 77788. That's box and your zip code to 77788. Make sure you don't forget to sign the oath on the return envelope or the ballot will not count. Voted ballots must be deposited by 8 p.m. on Election Day, Tuesday, November 8. D.C. Sports Huddle listeners, want to put your pro football picking skills to the test? Visit MGM National Harbor to play Beat the Book at any of our BetMGM kiosks. Get more picks correct than our book, and you could win a share of $15,000 in free play. Each week, visit between Tuesdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. to participate in this free-to-play game. And if you're searching for a great game-watching destination, check out Tap Sports Bar for music, food, and drink specials every Sunday. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Rob Woodfork. The Baltimore Ravens edge the Cincinnati Bengals 1917 on Sunday Night Football to take sole possession of first place in the AFC North, and it was Justin Tucker again. He went four for four on field goals, including the 43-yard game winner as time expired to improve to 25 of 26 all-time on lead-changing field goals in the final two minutes of the fourth quarter or overtime. So you dig this situation, right, Justin? I mean, I love it and I hate it and everything in between. I'd be lying to you if I said every time I go out there, I'm not just a little bit nervous. But it's really important to me and to us to take those 1.3 seconds between the snap, the hold, and the kick and just focus on the nuts and bolts of what's going to make the kick. And my feelings don't matter. All the feelings and stuff, we can enjoy them after the fact. Washington Commanders aren't feeling great about their four-game slide, but the highlight of the 21-17 home loss to the Tennessee Titans was the sight of Brian Robinson. Six weeks to the day he was shot in a D.C. robbery attempt, making his NFL debut. It felt good, man. I really can't explain the feeling. You know, just being back out on the field, man. So many ups and downs, man, but today everything finally came to the light, man. I'm just so blessed to be back out there with all the fans, my team, everybody involved. From an emotional debut to an emotional exit, as our own Dave Johnson called his final D.C. United game, a 5-2 loss at Audi Field on NBC Sports Washington. 2022 comes to a close. FC Cincinnati is going to the Major League Soccer postseason. Wayne Rooney and D.C. United have to focus on a better future. And that starts now. But Dave will call the Wizards preseason game in Charlotte, which Bradley Beal will miss due to health and safety protocols. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. At least a dozen people are dead after a Russian missile attack leveled apartment buildings and houses in the Ukrainian town of Zaporizhia. Possibly in retaliation for an explosion in the bridge that links Russia with Crimea. Nearly two weeks after Hurricane Ian made landfall, many businesses in southern Florida have reopened, but recovery is slow for those in low-lying homes and mobile home parks who are still cleaning up the flood damage. New crime statistics are out from the FBI. Overall, numbers are down year-to-year, but homicides are trending up. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 317 health officials in New York and around the country are worried about a rough flu season. Flu season runs from now to May. As for COVID season, well, years into this pandemic, that's still being figured out. But doctors recommend getting vaccinated for both this season. I've been telling my patients that, you know, it's okay, perfectly acceptable to get both shots at the same time. Just consider getting one in one arm and one in the other. That's Dr. Suraj Sugar, chief of infectious disease at Holy Name Medical Center. Over these past few years, strict COVID protocol has lowered flu diagnoses. But as those have gotten more relaxed, doctors expect a surge in flu cases. WCBS reporter Christy Kalishian has had the details on the story. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, sounds like Maryland State Police and State Highways out with a single vehicle off the road on the interloop near the exit for the Baltimore-Washington Parkway exit 22. Nothing's blocked at the moment. It's all off the road. Uh, but again, they were waiting on a tow truck to recover the vehicle that went off the road some way into the grassy area near a tree. So just be careful headed over that way. For now, though, all lanes are open. Uh, work zone remains on the interloop in Tyson's as you head north of 123 toward the Dallas Toll Road. Eventually down to two right lanes getting you by. Other than that, Beltway looks pretty good through Maryland and Virginia. 
And as we uh, mentioned before, no more openings at the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Traffic is flowing freely in both directions there. We're traveling at 95 in Virginia, northbound from Fredericksburg up to the Beltway in Springfield. 395 north between the Beltway and the 14th Street Bridge. No significant issues in your way as of late. The express lanes available to northbound commuters in both, or on both, I should say. Southbound 95, working as you approach and pass U.S. 17 Falmouth, headed onto the Rappahannock into through lanes. The work zone blocks the left lane at three. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. We are off to a chilly start. Temperatures are in the 40s and 30s this morning, rising into the upper 60s near 70 this afternoon. Plenty of sunshine, though, for your Monday. High temperatures on Tuesday will be in the low 70s. Plenty of sunshine on Tuesday as well. Wednesday, mostly sunny. Highs in the low to mid 70s. Thursday, we stay in the 70s. However, the rain returns. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 47 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, Montgomery County is planning to build a restoration center and a new county detention center. It's 320. Children in poverty. Each one unique. Each one full of dreams. They're our hope. Our future. They're the reason Children International exists. And even when the whole world changed, the things that mattered most to us stayed the same. Giving children the tools they need to set their own goals and create futures free from poverty. I have enough healthy food. I'm learning every day. I'm healthy and strong. We've developed new ways to reach children and families in poverty during these vulnerable times, ensuring they have access to health care, education, life skills, and more, so they can achieve their dreams. Learn more about Children International and join us at children.org slash help today. Olivia from Washington. Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. This is WTOP News. It's 322. Montgomery County is planning to build a restoration center and new county detention center on county-owned land off Seven Locks Road and Wooten Parkway in Rockville. That's according to reporting by Bethesda Beat. A restoration center is a facility for those undergoing mental health struggles. It's intended to divert people from the detention center. A plan to add a bus depot to the site has been dropped. 
The graduation numbers for Virginia's class of 22 are out and remain high. Stats posted to the Department of Education's website show that 92% of public high schoolers turned their tassel this year. That's slightly down from the year before, but better than pre-pandemic levels. The Commonwealth saw the biggest decrease in Richmond. They're year-to-year off 4%. English learners saw the largest decrease overall. Dropout rates also on the rise. The department did not issue a public release this year as past administrations have. It was just posted to the website. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Taking a look at the graduation rates in Fairfax County now. Inside Nova reports on-time graduation for the county's class of 22 declined slightly four-tenths of a point from the previous year. But the new state numbers also show more graduates earned advanced degrees up 1.5 percent from four years ago. County officials also point to progress reducing disparities in the graduation rates of various racial and ethnic groups. A final score of a high school football game Friday was 112 to 16, and now a coach is defending the win. Freedom Woodbridge coach Daryl Overton tells Inside Nova that despite beating Colgan by almost 100 points, the team did not run up the score. WTOP sports reporter Brian Albin says 112 points for a football game is a lot of points. And your natural inclination is going to believe maybe they crossed the lines of sportsmanship to create as lopsided a margin in a game. But he says the coach made a good case in explaining why the team was was not trying to run up the score. The coach referenced four defensive touchdowns, two special teams touchdowns. He says it brings into question when things like this happen, should there be a mercy rule? And I think there are arguments on both sides. Are you really helping out the kids on the losing team if you teach them, sorry, if you're just not good enough, we're going to let you quit? Acacia James, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Damage from a missed credit card payment. I'm Mark Hamrick with a Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. Having access to a credit card is akin to a necessity, and it's important to be attentive to making timely payments. Most credit card issuers regard a payment late when the due date has passed. A missed payment typically carries the same penalties as when making less than the minimum payment due. Delinquent for 30 days, you can manage if handled quickly. Some card issuers allow a single missed payment before they charge a late fee. But this is when your credit rating begins being put at risk. Two payment cycles missed, 60 or more days, credit issuers begin wielding the high-risk label. Once the 90-day mark's violated, some banks will begin to seek to recover the full balance owed. Past 120 days and the debt is charged off, transferred to a third party. More damage to your credit rating. To avoid all of that, try to pay off your debts within the month they're charged and you'll avoid paying interest. I'm Mark Hamrick. Coming up after traffic and weather... Explosions heard in Kyiv, Ukraine, as well as other cities across Ukraine this morning. More information is emerging about the missile tests North Korea has launched over the past two weeks. And a tropical storm is threatening Central America and southern Mexico. It's 326. I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about medical marijuana. Sir, the doctor is booked solid today and tomorrow and next week. Can you come back in three weeks? Wait, wait. Just to talk about a medical marijuana card, I have to wait three weeks? No, sir. Just between us, no one has to wait. I got my own medical marijuana card sitting at my kitchen table through veraheal.com. It was quick, professional, and so easy. Veraheal.com? V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. They have a library.